0: From the Far East to the Great West, the podcast that celebrates the redheaded stepchild of the Kung Fu genre, Bruce broy Welcome to the Clones Cast. Here are your hosts, Michael and Matthew. Welcome to the Clones
1: Cast uh this one as you all know if you've listened to the last one we're doing bruce and the shaolin kung fu number two from well and let's talk right away about that um i've read a bunch of stuff it says this <laughs> all right this first na- off yeah. let's
2: let's clarify something yeah you called this yeah, 1978 is number two right yeah right the, but the, what's what's key about what you're saying is it's you're calling a bruce and the shaolin kung fu number two now is that are you trying to say something
1: I am. uh, Rather than part
2: two? uh,
1: Oh, oh my God, I missed that. And I am am an eight-year-old in my brain, so I'm so sorry. Yeah, this was, oh my God. (laughs) That was played to the eight-year-olds. Yeah, delayed joke. Yes, this was the number two.
2: All right, good, there we go. All
1: right. Well, I wanted to right away talk about Alberto Galango as the director. Who the hell is that?
2: Well, you know, this is one of those mystery movies because, you know, I I'm struck by the idea you know, it's it's usually still listed as James Nam directing it who did our, our first right. one. James Nam is uh, the old school Shaw Brothers uh actor that we talked a little bit about last uh last episode and he um he still has his name on this one i mean from everything that i've researched even though it says galango which but there's also a korean director that's no to be involved which i which i do believe there's a here if you're going to ask me what my sorting of this out was i think james nam did direct the um the first one and i do not think he directed the second one i think there was a korean director that came on board and so I don't know for sure, but stylistically, as a filmmaker, I, I can see a lot of differences. Sometimes that might be the cinematographer, but I think in this case, I, I would call on the director. So Nice. And uh, I
1: read um, somewhere, the you know, the first fight choreographer was somebody who'd done like a shit ton of movies, and the, the second guy had
2: done like five. Yeah, you mean the uh, action director on this film? Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. like Tom, uh, Tong. Yeah, yeah, well, he did like up, four uh, films.
1: Right. Yeah. Exactly. And the guy that did the first one accordingly had just done a ton.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, We're a different, totally different group there. Yeah. I mean, they 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 changed up a, a number of people on this this film for sure. Even though it's very obvious, the sequel to the other film, they they switched up their crew. Um, yeah.
1: But and they kept they kept the same plot, right?
2: Yeah, I mean the action director on the first one was Tong Tak Chung, who did ah, Bruce and the Shaolin, The Dragon, The Hero. We talked about that. Dra- Tiger Over the Wall, another great film. You know, it works goes back and forth between a lot of Korean films, like with Dragon Lee, like Rage of the Dragon. Um, so he did have a, you know, he's definitely a, a lot more handy with his uh, choreography. And here we're we're working with a guy that, you know, I mean, again, it who's it's always hard to put the blame on one or two people. But you're right, the the fight scenes in this, though there were some elements that we can talk about that were similar. They're they um, they were definitely a different uh, a different um, <laughs> different type. Yeah,
1: yeah, I like the fight scenes. I really did like. I like these a lot better than I like some of the other movies we've watched where i just don't think they considered it as much i feel like the the choreographer in this case was really trying very hard but he didn't have the natural instinct of the guy from the first one that it just didn't it didn't look and feel as fluid but also I, it's the stuff you talked about as a kid you liked it was all very obvious so you could like you could mock the moves yourself and you know feel like you were learning a style
2: Uh uh-huh. huh. Hmm.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, it starts out with, I think it's great. It's our old Japanese general dude, whatever. And it's great. Uh, It's, it's all in his head and he's just sitting there looking for a loan and it's, I lost my son. My son is dead. I will put a blurb in here from that, but it's hilarious. It's hilarious. He's like the pain in my heart. And yet we kept the honor. And it's like not true. Like the only honorable one was his son who committed seppuku and he, his dad was a dick the whole time up to the point of like shooting at the unarmed guy up to the end so a very funny way to start this one
0: my son was murdered because I'm your high spirit. The result, I lost my son. What has left me? What have I got to console me? My honor remains. At least in the medal. The medal. A courage. But it does nothing to stop the pain in my heart.
2: What use is it? The medal to me now yeah i mean it's a very it's very weird because on the one hand you think they're about to go into a, a sort of a new new tact with with how they approach the character and he's there's gonna be some depth and some i don't know some some a different kind of discourse than we usually get with the the mustache twirling i'm just gonna go kill the guy and he starts talking about <laughs> you know what, what what's this metal mean like he's referring there was this They have this shot that kind of rack focuses to the medals on the wall. And he's talking Mm -hmm. about his blade. But it's nothing compared to the loss of his son, which in the first movie was all about his, to heck with you, you know. (laughs) It's kind of, he sort of, it was about his separation from his family to to what was his honor. And here it's almost like flipping the switch a little bit. But he just basically remains the same guy throughout. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and he did. And I like that we got him back. Cause I think he looks great and cheesy, but I, I mean I call that good acting. He does a pretty good job being the despicable asshole.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, he's a lot. You know, um, Bae Soo Chan, Bae Su Chan, I think is one. Well, he's you know, he's got multiple names, but Curry, He's a Korean actor and he's done a number of you know okay. films. We've seen him. In a, I think we've seen him in a couple besides this. So
1: nice. All
2: right, well, initial report, Chang is alive.
1: <laughs> so this is all confusing to me. I'm like, okay, so I guess if this was picking up right after, like he was just shooting guns at, I don't know, if Chang. And then we jump straight to kind of the same weird little mountain monastery kind of thing where this hmm. dude is like bringing him back to life by stone massage or, you know. Yeah, now you know
2: that's... Yeah, that's Eagle Han. Eagle Han or Eagle Han Ying. He's, um, you know, another Korean actor who's he does this great movie called The Death Duel of Kung Fu, which one day Ooh. you got to see. It's a it's a it's great movie. He's the the bad guy. It's sort of like a hot, cool and vicious. It's It's got Ten Tao. I mean, um, Don Wong Dao is in it and uh, John Liu. And it's great, great movie. But anyways, he's a he's actually a fairly phenomenal um taekwondo stylist and so he uh, you know here he's got that terrible blonde wig they keep giving everybody <laughs> <laughs> i am blonde you said white. the wig yeah the wigs in this are off the chain mm, yeah they definitely reuse and milk that nadia's theme from the olympics remember that that old 70s every time it gets sort of like we want to supposed to invoke the heartstrings. you hear that da, 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 yeah. Da. Yeah, it's that old you know 70s what?
1: the olympic song Oh, I love that. Yeah, I kept here hitting it, and I'm like, what the... I, it felt, I thought it was from, like, a soap opera or something. It was just killing me.
2: They might... You know what? It could have gone... I think you're right. It did ultimately end up being, like, uh, One Life to Live or something like that. Right. But it was... Uh, originally, I think it's called Nadia's Theme, and it was for <laughs> Nadia Colbert, the gymnast in uh, the Olympics, but 70s. 70s. That,
1: that's the trivia you <clears> get from <throat> us fair people.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: it's... <laughs> that's beautiful. All right. See, then I thought, is that the same Korean girl? And I know that's just one of those things. But I'm like, I didn't remember the last one so well. I don't remember her face. So I'm like, I don't know. I kind of thought that this dude and the Korean were supposed to be um, Nam and his girl, but like recast or something. I had a hard time in the beginning kind of getting the characters straight.
2: Right. Yeah. No, she was a different actress than the one from the first one. But Right because yeah. then later on we get to the one from the first one, right? No, we No, uh, no. okay. I mean, no, I think it's just okay. another yeah, it's just they pretty much yeah. just moved on to another another group here. Damn Which it. of course, they're all the reason it's confusing is because every time he he goes and meets a teacher in these movies, the daughter falls for him. You know, it's always yeah. him and the daughter. And, and you know, it's and like this one has, him you know, we'll, yeah. <laughs> and then he loses them because they get shot or stabbed and he moves <laughs> right. on to the
1: next. Which we'll get to that in this one because it's just pathetic yeah it is okay so now we get to the scene it's the longest scene ever i think this takes like a full 10 minutes i called it i guess the japanese forum is what i called it Mm -hmm. but it's like they're just talking for a really long time about like well like all sorts of stuff like remember when the guy threw the dart into me and why did they do this and it's like all this It's like plot building but it's all very it's all very um i suppose thoughtful like the the scene i made a note of is when um creepy japanese guys like reminds me of that story of when the the three blind people each touched a big elephant in a different spot and yeah, yeah i'm just like Wait, what
2: yeah that's uh, well that's yeah changdao dao you know we, who we had in the last movie and you pretty much will... He's actually a pretty close friend of Bruce Leigh's. I mean, they still work together today, actually. In fact, when we were doing the documentary and we were going to go meet with Bruce Lee, Cheng Dao was going to meet with us at the same time. No um, but, way! But, uh, yeah, he's... Uh, he's, uh, you, you, he's in every, almost every Bruce Lee movie you'll see. <laughs> I mean, he's he's pretty uh, prolific throughout all of the okay. films. But, um, well, I yeah, I think that idea... I, <laughs> uh, what's that?
1: I was fooled by the gi and the beard... And the watch. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, he, um, he uh, what was I going to say? He, um, my God, what was, oh, the story, your, your thing about the, the elephant thing. You know, I think that was, uh, if, you know, unless they were just throwing words in there, I think the idea there was that you know, in that story, everybody was wrong. Everybody that was look so he's making a point to these guys, hey, you're all wrong, even though you all think you're right because you know you're feeling the elephants you think you know you know that I mean the whole blind story is three blind men touch an elephant, one touches the trunk and thinks it's a vine, one touches his leg and thinks it's a trunk of a tree, and one touches his tail and thinks it's a snake or whatever. I can't remember what the exact story is, but the, the fact is they're all wrong. It's an elephant. So I think. That was the point of that story, if I'm not mistaken.
1: I like your interpretation for sure.
2: Um, <laughs> I'm for giving me, it too I much thought, credit.
1: <laughs> well, you know, I kind of thought he was doing a little bit of the Rashomon, where three different people can all experience the similar thing. But when you hear their stories, their stories are totally different. So mm-hmm. it's kind of what you're there saying. There you go. But okay, somebody yeah. could be right. Yeah, somebody could be that's,
2: that's true. All right. Anyways, you're right, that is a long scene, which t- to, you know, c- to note. I mean, first off, it's easier to film, obviously, right? If you're trying to, like, use up some space, you got to shoot a movie in 10 days or whatever, <laughs> they probably shot this in. You got, you know, you you just sit them in a room for a little while. The other thing is, it, and you'll note that with this movie, and this is why I partly think that the, the director may have been different, or particularly the writer, um, even, you know, Zaki Chan as it's uh, billed. Who did write? Who has has written a couple of these films? Uh, It's very. It deals a lot with the Korean melodrama. I mean, there's a lot of melodrama in this movie. I think more than most kung fu films. And and you know, for our you know our Western ear and eye for melodrama, obviously it falls flat most of the time because it's just so. And like, think about it. Most of these characters, bad or good in the story, almost break down crying i mean everybody gets upset in this movie <laughs> no you know? i made
1: a note and i made a note about how much it's like um our 50s 60s dramas on television like perry mason or the fugitive it's all just uh-huh. melodramatic but it's not it's it's literally that it feels like a tv show
2: sure yeah yeah and, we'll, and we get our fr- and then of course we, at this point we get our first fight in the movie, which is like ten minutes into it, and it's it's not with Bruce Lee, of course, it's with Chang Dao and the who will, you know the, the the monk guy ultimately, and they're having a flashback, playing the music from Bruce Lee, the man, the myth. At that point, but okay. they, um, but uh, and that's our first fight in the film, which is ten minutes, because Bruce doesn't even have a, a fight scene for I think thirty some minutes into the film. Right. So for Bruce Lee fans, you know, we we drag this out for a while. Yeah, because I write down in my
1: notes, um, some of my additional notes, we talked about the darts. We also talk about them like they've never heard of Taekwondo, which I think is really funny because maybe they didn't. And now it's just so ingrained in our culture that who hasn't heard of Taekwondo? Um, Yeah. The whole fact that he can't use the troops, even though General wants nothing more in this world for Bruce to get killed. That killed me. But um, then I say, okay, on to our second fight, orange-clothed guy versus the dudes in white, which was the Koreans
2: versus the Japanese. Is that considered right. the
1: first fight, or is that the second fight?
2: That would be – well, the first fight's the flashback that we have in that – Good. You know, with, okay. Right. So, yeah, that would be the second yeah. one. Okay, good. Then we're up to date. Um, except
1: <laughs> one thing that happens in all of these is then um, our man – what do we call the – you're the dude we were talking about the watch having
2: shisha he's called in the movie they call him shisha
1: thank you so shisha leaves and then right away the other japanese are like we need to kill him yeah he's arrogant
0: (laughs) that son of a bitch he is so goddamn proud of that gold watch from the emperor damn his
2: eyes he has
0: no reason to look down on me i'll pay him back i agree captain Even if he is a samurai chief instructor, he's no right to be so arrogant. He's a right bastard. Okay then, how we pull him down? Ah, if you ask me, I think we should just get rid of him. What's that? Kill him here? you have to be an idiot. The commander asked him here, and while he has the commander's protection, we can't kill him here. If the commander found out,
2: hmm, I would be finished for certain. Oh my God! There's right, an actually in. an interesting scene in that that dinner that I was going to bring up, which is there's a and, and I mean if they I mean in a in a more modern elevated filmmaker's hand it probably would have really been effective, but they stay on the general's face, uh, you know uh, Bai Su mm-hmm. Chen's face for a while, and he's like hearing his own internal monologue going. Well, I don't forget what it is now. It's like something about his son again. You know, it's like, oh, no, no. It's about being it's about shooting. Like he's hearing the past movie when Bruce Lee is going, you know, if I turn my back, you won't be a samurai and you will shoot me down. He's like playing that. And then he stops and then he continues to listen to a conversation we don't even see. off. It's like a phenomenally long shot on this guy's face not saying anything while he's listening which i thought was kind of a, a risky move on the filmmakers part i'm not quite sure what the intention there was other than to show his internal dialogue but there was just you know but it never cut back to these other guys as they kept talking it was kind of interesting
0: mm-hmm.
2: i love it and
1: At then least to i me guess our, <laughs> yeah our second fight the orange clothes guys i
2: guess right. are the bad guys Right, they're the ones that She-Shaw sent to find... Yeah, yeah, got it. Okay, so then the dudes
1: in white, they're brand new to us, so I'm like, I kind of thought they were aligned with She-Shaw because they were wearing the same clothes. No, the
2: guys in white work for the guy that She-Shaw... Right, they're the the guys that work for the guy that She-Shaw wants to find. Right, and then we meet him for
1: the first time. He's the one with the pink beard, blue hair, Mm -hmm. Korean master. And I think I have his name listed later on. Uh he's got a good name. Alright, we'll get there. Anyway, yeah. He's uh he's alternative. He he's likes new what? wave music. He's alternative. Oh, yeah. He likes new <laughs> Altern- wave music. Yeah. 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 He loved David Bowie in his day. In <laughs> <laughs> his day. Okay. Uh so Bruce is alive but he needs to rest. Uh it's a really good scene where he plots his revenge. He's like the, and and this is a big setup for what's going to happen later. But he's like, no, I'm going to, I need to do this. Uh, thank you for bringing me back to health, but I am going to get them all. I'm going to murder the fuck out of them for messing with my school and my stuff and blah, blah, blah. Well, all right. We can talk about that later on. You
0: were unconscious for over 10 days. You must be hungry. Longer! Yes, sir! Yeah, ball of all right, it's ready. Oh, let's give it time. Okay. Butted be praised that I am still alive. When I am well, I swear I'll get revenge. Oh, my God!
2: That's true. He does say something similar to what you said, but not exactly. <laughs> okay, get it out. So uh, the old
1: dude, the our savior, he heads to town to read a poster or something. Uh, I don't know why he's there, but upon leaving, he gets to fight the Japanese. And yeah, almost yeah, killed. it's
2: inter- it's an interesting and it's a, it's a great little fight because again, Ego Hans, a, a he's a badass man. You watch him in his other movies; he's got these beautiful kicks and he's fun to watch. Um, it's a weird fight scene because there's a lot of strange and it happens. There's a lot of these strange edits. Like it, it's, he's fighting and it cuts and it goes to a different scene. It comes back and they're fighting again and it cuts and it goes to a different scene. And it's, it's one thing when you're trying to show these cuts to sort of contrast the two sequences or maybe that they're about to come together, you know, it builds up tension. But it's just like they're kind of unrelated things they keep cutting to. And then it cuts back to the, to the, um, the fight scene. Yeah, and it was funny.
1: I had to watch that a few times. Like pretty much watched up to this point. Three times mm-hmm. to try to figure out who the hell people were. So then it was kind of amazing because um, he does kick the shit out of the Japanese guy, and his homie comes up and he's like, "What's wrong with you?" And the guy's just like, Ugh. "Uh, uh," <laughs> and it's like, "No, talk. Like, how did you get so badly beaten?" It was just ridiculous. Yeah.
2: It was strange. But it was strange. <laughs>
0: What's the matter?
1: What's the matter? Come on, speak up! What's wrong? All right. Well. Uh, now yeah. I'll, I'll point out too.
2: Please, we should point out too for anybody watching this film. The good drinking game with this is the word revenge, because there is constant speaking of revenge in this one. <laughs> mm, good call. You'd be sloshed by the end. Do would,
1: yeah. Because then we get back to Bruce. I guess his name is uh, Lee Ching, Ching Wu.
2: Yeah, Lee Ching Lung or Lee Ching. Li
1: Ching. Yeah. Lu, uh, okay. Well, he explains the whole plot of the last one. <laughs> and, that's um, right. Yeah, and then I—that's when I finally got to oh. These aren't the Koreans from the first one. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So then Bruce is like, I want to stay and I want to help you fight them. And the old dude's like, no, I insist on fighting them. So it seems like heroic or whatever. And our dude goes out mm-hmm. and there's instantly guns, right? So he can shut down. And he's holding back the girl that fell in love with him that's helping him, but not really because she wants to run off too. So it's a funny scene where Bruce just sort yeah, of is. stands on the side and he's like throwing <laughs> his arms up, like. Yeah, he's like, but, but, like, no, come back. And then he's just like, no, as they get
2: gunned she, down. She, she runs off from him, and he, like, kind of drops into this weird stance and extends his <laughs> arm all dramatically, and he remains there as she's getting shot. And then he kind of yeah. just crouches down and says, oh, don't worry, I'll revenge you.
1: <laughs> yeah, which, as we get to later, he's not ever going to get revenge. Yeah, he, he or,
2: kind of forgets about him at that point.
1: There's a point where later on, we're going to get there, but I'll just throw out he's eventually given the ultimatum of you cannot seek revenge or I will not teach you. So then he's like, well, "Okay, fuck revenge." <laughs> I
2: would have I you know, I would have loved it if he'd like reached into his jacket and pulled out a notepad and wrote, "Okay, now I got to get revenge for <laughs> you." And he's got this list of the people he's getting revenge for. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that are. Oh, what Wait, no, was here's,
1: it? oh more people to avenge i guess
2: <laughs> yeah that's it i'm telling you revenge is a drinking game here then the the um the other thing is is uh it's an interesting like we ran into this in the other film this this idea of guns versus kung fu and i thought it was yeah so, I mean I guess this is sort of the, the melodrama again you know when Eagle Han comes out he just basically jumps up onto a rock and you're thinking there would at least be a little bit of a fight scene with him throwing some hook kicks and spin kicks and you know front kicks into these guys but he just jumps up on the rock and he just gets drilled and then he's he's gone so sad and you know it's a pet peeve of mine uh, bringing
1: a gun to a to a a kung fu fight, fight? or a, or a <laughs> katana fight I don't know it's like, well, yeah. sure. I could always be like, yeah, let's, I'm going to punch you. Let's arm wrestle. And then I put a grenade in your pocket and run away. It's like, well, that's not what I wanted.
2: You know, and, and I think they addressed it better in the first film because it was an issue there. There was, you know, and of course the whole ending was the discussion. Shoot me in the back, blah, 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 blah. Right. Uh, but here it's just sort of, uh, you know, I mean, and I guess it's realistic. So maybe they're not trying to put too much, you know, emphasis on it as being anything prophetic or, you know. Or elevated to the story, but yeah, it does right. it does pop up and it was kinda of takes you by the surprise, you know, they just sort of <laughs> waste Eagle and then and then again, you know, it doesn't I don't think guns come up again, except for just with Eagle. Eagle Hans, the only one that's dealing with guns in this film a couple yeah. of times. Good point. Yeah. Like, um,
1: that was kind of it. Colonel's back, he's mad. There's not much It's like just building more plot. Then Bruce meets um, a couple of Japanese on his way yeah. to
2: Ozu kicks their asses is um, the first fight we get from bruce Lee, too
1: okay that was the first one that's awesome yeah and yeah he did yep. a good job and then um now i keep calling him the colonel but whatever let's keep it with the colonel it makes me think of uh kentucky fried chicken you're you're demoting a
2: man he's general but go ahead i know but he's
1: good. got the he's got the colonel's mustache
2: true true
1: <laughs> so now the colonel's <laughs> super pissed and he's gonna super get bruce he's just pissed <laughs> the general. <laughs> See, the general is car insurance, right? That's that shit. Oh, that's
2: right. <laughs> that's right. He's got, he's got yeah. a mustache, too, that guy.
1: Right. Totally. I'd rather be the colonel <laughs> over the general. <laughs> okay. If that's lost on you listening, they're TV commercials. Let's move on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> those okay, of you in so, yeah.
2: Bulgaria. Yeah. Yeah,
1: those of you in, in UK, <laughs> Germany, uh, we, have, we know... There, just look up the Colonel Car Insurance on YouTube, and you can also just look up Colonel... <laughs> uh, no, sorry, the General.
2: General Car Insurance, car insurance yeah. Yeah. God, Colonel, we're spiraling. <laughs>
1: yeah, we're spiraling into... I don't... I never knew my military ranks anyway. I'm a, yeah. I'm a pacifist, unless it comes to punching someone in the face. Okay, well, that's
2: all right. <laughs> you got, at least you have your rules with pacifism.
1: Right. <laughs> okay, uh, so... Um. Yeah. The colonel gets super mad. Bruce meets mm-hmm. what looks like are the Japanese. Oh, I thought it was, but it's because I didn't catch the subtlety earlier. That it's <clears throat> the people wearing the same thing as the Japanese dude, except they're actually Taekwondo school people.
2: Oh, when he fa you mean the second group he faces. You mean? Is that what yeah, you're right? yeah, like yeah, like, and it's oh, kind, it's kind of, it's yeah. kind of interesting. There's like this unspoken acknowledgement that when he faces off with them and starts fighting with them he gets that they're the good guys you know there's you know like somehow he determines in the way they're fighting because he just kind of stops and bows down to them where he didn't know the other guys you know the first two guys he was fighting he's like hey you know the way to blah 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 and then they say we're gonna fight you now you're the (laughs) we just happened to run into you on this hilltop and you're the we're the bad guys Um, yeah is it a karate
1: versus taekwondo kind of thing
2: yeah, a little bit. You know, they didn't really delve into it too much. There's a little yeah. bit, yeah. All right. Love and it's interesting too because right, I was just going to point out that right before that happens, there's this this sort of long montage with for you know the Bruce Lee aficionados, you know, on the the walk when Bruce Lee's walking, and it goes on for like a good ninety seconds, and they use the whole nothing's happening but he's walking and there's the whole they use the whole chunk of I think it's called Sampans the cue from Enter the Dragon where uh, mm-hmm. you know they're all riding in this, the junks in, in Hong Kong they use that whole piece right here just to sort of cover his walk
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome
2: well he gets to uh, finally tell his sob
1: story to the boss and he's so sick right. like, they hurt me they hurt my friends they blew up my school please train me And then comes the classic speech about how Kung Fu should only be used for good Mm. and for manning up, but never for revenge or evil.
0: Mr. Poe, I want you to teach me the Taekwondo style. I have pledged to reopen the gym and revenge my friend's murder. Teacher, will you let me learn you are a fool. Don't you realize Taekwondo's not meant for killing? I don't just want to learn how to fight them, I want revenge! Ridiculous! Did the abbot put such ideas into your head? Huh? Did he tell you that Kung Fu can be used to kill? The purpose of Kung Fu is to assist the poor. It is not meant to be abused by taking personal revenge. Can I take it to mean, then, you won't help me take revenge? Listen to me. Don't you realize that both China and Korea are in the same boat? The jets have invaded us, too. Do you think that the suffering of the people is not as great as yours?
2: Yeah, and, and I think staying in line with bruce lee's character in fists of fury which this is obviously a you know a a couple generations removed spinoff you know where he that that lesson and that moral was sort of being placed on him as well in that film but he you know he is great he's he's the great kung fu fighter but he's also not going to let that Um, Morality Those ethics Get in the way Of his Finishing the the, You know Being driven by revenge And I think Here in this film We have the same issue With with Bruce Lay That comes up later Even when he Takes off And the guy Makes the comment This is his destiny and, and, And points out That he hasn't Finished learning What he needed to learn Like he was trying To teach him The technique The heart eye technique or whatever they were calling it and so that implication is still there that bruce lays like bruce lee and fist of fury this badass fighter but his his morality hasn't his ethics maybe haven't quite you know reached the level of of where they need to be
1: yeah. yeah after the speech um it's there's a really funny little brief montage and then bruce comes back and he's just like i have forsaken all revenge and now i just want to learn for the good of teaching the Chinese
2: all right you know
0: yes master I now understand the wisdom of your words please teach me to lead a proper life you mean that you have now put all your personal affairs behind you yes I realize that it's a selfish emotion to take revenge then why do you still want to learn Kung Fu I want to learn it for my countrymen that I may help them be free good I'm going to go for a walk you can tidy up my rope
1: yeah so then there's this really long like farm montage where he's like i'm carrying water i'm cutting wood and there's got this the terrible music from the soap opera slash olympics
2: nadia's theme yes
1: yeah nadia's theme and then finally it's like okay i'll train you but just like you said as he's like starting to train him it's like well you didn't do a great job on that because i don't believe your heart's pure you i think you still want revenge you dick <laughs> but I'm still teaching you. So it's very cool.
2: Karate Kid moment, you know, or or from the mm-hmm. Shaolin films of Shaw Brothers, you know, Thirty Six of Shaolin, et cetera, Where they're they're trying to do this interesting, you know, the 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 idea of the proletariat work, the housework, the mm-hmm. the you know the and which kind of funny. The lead up to this, remember, is he. It's, it's another one of those funny moments where he's he's. Where Bruce Lay's on the cliff side and then the master comes up and says okay I, I've decided to you know teach you but first go tidy up my room Yeah. <laughs> and so and they, and it's a weird moment because then the teacher walks off and then Bruce Lee all of a sudden just pulls off his shirt and he swings it in the air and he throws it and he throws his arms up and he does this huge scream you know and he tenses his <laughs> arms up and it's just the weirdest sort of reaction to being <laughs> told to tidy up my room yeah it's like I'm not
1: so into that sir <laughs> yeah you know I'm it's funny so I re that. I rewatched Karate Kid just the other day because I just finished up uh, Cobra Kai season two and I'm loving oh, out of the Cobra Kai series but in um in season one uh Miyagi is talking about how he learned karate from his dad and something else happened but uh it's it's Daniel he's just like oh it's like I thought Karate came from like Shaolin temples and uh, Miyagi kind of just like gives him a shit look. And it's like, you watch too many movies. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> such, a, such a good movie. Yeah. But also, it, I mean, again, that comes way later. So it's already some American writer, whoever wrote Karate Kid kind of coming on to this kind of stuff. Cause that is what we learned. Like yeah. all... Uh-huh. Badass shit comes from these temples of these weird dudes with pink beards and blue, like, I wouldn't call... I don't know what to call his hair. A blue Picard. I don't know. It's
2: weird. Which? Who's got the blue hair? What do you mean? Oh, with the, uh, the with in this movie. The Korean master. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Korean yeah. master. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It just
1: looks crazy. All right. All right. So uh, where are we? Oh, yeah. Here come the Japanese. So everything's going well. We had this whole training thing. We were in Karate Kid, like you said. And then suddenly we're, all right, let's go back to the movie. And the Japanese are just, like, walking through the forest. It's like, well, they're coming, and uh, it's great. They show up to the temple, and not a lot of dialogue, and they fight the first dude, and the Kinda first guard. The, the guards, yeah, the yeah, guards. That are, yeah, the first guard was pretty badass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he held his own for a really long time. And they did this thing where they do guard one, and then they get past. Then it's two guards, and we'll get to that part. So, and I think the fights are really legitimate.
2: Yeah, they got some cool, cool moves, especially when they get they. And then they when they get into the the they go through like you said the two guard when they get to the the triple guys, you know the three guys. It starts to remind me of the the prior movie with some of the choreography exactly. with the yeah with the stacking.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was cool. I really enjoyed that. I thought it was really well done. Um, the co op style on the three. And then Bruce comes in, right? And he yells, uh, "And I must have a soundbite that's going to go with this." Hold it! Yeah!
0: (laughs) Hold it!
2: It's good you pointed that out because that that's the there's a moment in the Big Boss where that's exactly what happens in the Big Boss when the ice factory's going on Bruce Lee steps in right. and throws his hands up and he goes hold it you know so it's very similar <laughs> they, t- they I don't know if it was intentional or not but I bet it was you know they borrowed I that that little spot yeah
1: You're tearing me apart
2: <laughs> Yeah look <well>, James Dean <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah and you know uh, I make a, that joke because there's that horrible movie called um what is it called um the the room where that uh, oh great yeah yeah that hat that hat hack actor does the same thing he's like, you're tearing me apart lisa it's just like yeah <laughs> that's the he's best
2: anybody that the room you gotta see the room and then you gotta see james franco's uh film about it they're both really great. yeah
1: yeah exactly but yeah it makes me think that uh whatever the name of that guy that did the room it's like uh james dean's exploitation yeah that's right all right so i stopped right here where bruce did his hold it yeah and it made me wonder just what you already brought up i wrote a note here that just said do you think bruce Leigh felt like he was just doing a bruce like classic like i don't do you think he thought i'm not being bruce this time i'm doing a new fist of fury for a new generation or something like he didn't feel like he was being derivative anymore he was trying to just own it
2: well i think it's a little bit of both because i mean and i you know i've talked to enough people that that knew him or know him and he he definitely loved being bruce you know even (laughs) in his off days he was he was he was Bruce. So I think for him, even though he probably, I think today though, it's a different story today. He's, he's off trying to reinvent himself. And I think these movies are, are something he kind of removes himself from. But at that time, Mm -hmm. you know, he was fully engaged in it. So there's probably a little bit of both. There's this element of, you know, I, I, you know, I love being this person that no longer is here, but I also want to, you know, extend it into my own way. So, I don't know mm-hmm. if he was making a dramatic turn at this point or not, but um, uh, you know he was still, I, th- I think, channeling him pretty hard.
1: Okay. No, I, I wanted your opinion on that because I'm torn of like it's now Korea. He can try to kind of reinvent himself, except he's being mm-hmm. Bruce, but also was Bruce? Uh, w- <clears throat> what is his name? Chun Ling? What the guy from from uh, uh, Fist of Fury? Chen Chen. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, Chen yeah. What's funny
2: is he he mentions earlier in the film he calls him he calls me his brother Shaw Lung, which Lee Shaw Lung was Bruce Lee's name. So it's kind of I'm not you know it's it's kind of funny that they did that. But but uh, I'm sorry, what were you asking about that? No, just that I I wondered you answered it
1: already completely, but I'm just throwing it. I do think it's interesting that uh, in this case I wonder if he's just playing the role he's been playing for a long time, but he also wishes he was being in fist fury or something like that. I don't know. It's a, it's an yeah. odd little thing, but I kind of stood back from it at this point in the film. And I'm like, he wasn't doing a lot of Whoa, And he wasn't flicking his nose, no sunglasses,
2: no Bruce yeah. He's just trying to be Bruce from Pista Fury. Yeah. Except in this last fight coming up, you're going to you, of course you okay. noted a couple yeah. of them. Yeah. No,
1: right. he, here we go. Okay. So, um, yeah, so I asked that question, and then um, our main dude he <laughs> tries running away, which is classic with these. We've talked about this many times.
2: Different background, right? They fought for a while in one spot. Now they're in the woods. I love yeah, that. Yeah, and there's there's actually a great shot in that transition if you watch it where they they at some point got the camera, handheld camera, and just kind of got in front of him and probably were kind of semi walking backwards and they just asked him to like jog in place. Cause you can just tell he's just kind of <laughs> throwing his legs up and down and not really moving very far, but looking like he's frantically running. <laughs> it's I pretty love funny. It. Yeah. Okay.
1: But then here comes the note and this begins the end of the movie.
2: Okay. Holy shit. Bruce can fly. <laughs> right. Yes.
1: That was nuts.
2: It was like... Talking about where he jumped, he goes up, the and then cr- cuts across, right? During the fight scene? Yeah. Is that what you mean? Yeah. yeah that, was, that was a yeah. great moment.
1: <laughs> I mean, that was nuts. He just kind of floats across. Oh, it was great. And then the dude is dead. It was like, oh. Well, there you go.
2: Yeah, and they actually, if you... There is an interesting part of this, which is they did save some of the most flamboyant and dramatic elements of the fight sequences till the end because prior to this like you said it's just a lot of back fists and you know roundhouse kicks and elbows and but then when we get into this final fight they've got the wire work going they've got a gymnast coming in and doing these crazy handsprings you know so it it it, uh whether this was their first fight scene and they were just uh, enthusiastic or whether they were really trying to build it up to something it's uh it's the case
1: yeah it makes me think of uh Dragon the hero and stuff like that, where they went from like some pretty straight up fighting to some really mystical shit at the end. Mm -hmm. And in this case, maybe not done so well. Bruce suddenly can fly and it doesn't make any sense that the fights are going to get weirder as we go on. Yeah. All right. All right. So we get to a weird part now where um, we're back to the general or the colonel or whatever. (laughs) And uh, it's really a funny scene. Um, I wasn't quite sure what was going to happen, but because all these guys start walking through the water, but they're creating a uh, human bridge so that the general never has to touch the water. <laughs> that <Yeah>. was pretty <laughs> hilarious. Um, and then yeah, he gets across, and he says, God damn it, what are we going to do, you useless <laughs> fools? Because uh, there was no Bruce there. I thought that was hilarious. Um, yeah, that's
2: yeah, right. That is a great mo. He's like, God damn it, what are we going to do now? <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> hmm.
1: God
0: damn it. Now what are we going to do? Our information wasn't correct. You're useless fools.
1: I'm throwing it in. So then he gives uh, the big Uh, No, actually, we jump back to the Korean master. He gives his speech. Um, And then this is so random. The Japanese just go a little crazy burning a shrine. I had to Mm. rewind a couple times. I'm like, is that like a gateway? It's just a shrine. And they're like laughing their asses off.
2: Yeah, it's it's weird here because this is where the the whole... You know storyline logic gets all completely lazy and muddled because they're they're going to do something and somehow the two girls know what they're going to do and they go to, and when they're talking to the you know their master their father you know i don't know if this is their father or their master and then bruce overhears <laughs> it through the wall hears it through the wall and then he gets he runs off to go find so there's this I don't know how they didn't have cell phones back then so it's really hard to tell how this information gets around so fast but that being said that's it's sort of where we go it's the shrine where I guess it's the Chinese area of Korea and that all the people that are in this village are mainly Chinese and, and so okay. you now's the idea where, where Bruce is like okay well, you're not going to mess with the Chinese
1: And they're hamming it up. The (laughs) Japanese are just like a little more fire, waving their shirts around and stuff. Just, ah, ha, 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 ha. It's the most ridiculous, like, uh, they must have thought, oh, everyone's going to know what this is about. So just ham it up. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. And obviously I I didn't. I was just like, oh. But Bruce comes, and he just starts cutting them down right away. It was pretty badass. Like, right away comes in. He takes down, like, the first three guys in, like, 30 seconds yep yeah okay well, then, yeah that, uh, it is no
2: you're right I mean it's good it is a good little sequence and they do kind I of build it. I mean even though you know they handle it you know pretty well in this um, you know it's funny because I was I was thinking about the way this film was shot it's an early it's an early um, uh, the uh, what's his name Ma, Ma Goon, I think was the cinematographer on this and it's like one of his earlier films but he went on to do some really cool movies like Legend of a Fighter I don't know if you've ever seen this it's um uh, Yun Yun Ping film that's about about um, Bruce Lee's teacher and it, it's it's got some great. He's done he did some great films, but this was one of his earlier films. So I think, you know, there's he's sort of cutting his teeth on this movie a little bit. But there's some moments in this that I think I, I've never seen this film widescreen. I've always just seen this cropped kind of four by three version of it. But right. even though I don't think it lives up to the first one visually quite the same, I have a feeling it, it probably looks a lot better in its scope you know, its scope, uh, original scope versions.
1: I'll throw out, um, just, I thought this was better than a lot of other things we've watched. Sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, not as good as that one. We've said it multiple times watching the last one and and recording our episode. It's ultimately rewatchable. This one's hardly that, but it also does have some great sequences. And all the way as we get into this weird shit at the end. yes (laughs) all right well so the so the general gives his nice uh he gives this great speech about i won't kill you now i'm gonna torture you forever and forever it was like a really good torture speech and i'm like what like (laughs) okay let's move on and then comes the fighting and the fighting is hilarious it becomes weird as fuck um there's a part where Bruce is sort of waving his hands around his face in some sort of exaggerated way. you were you were alluding to that earlier.
2: Uh, which which part?
1: Where Bruce, he just starts like I guess one of his moves is kind of like, Fanning his face in a weird way. It's like oh yeah yeah. Well sort of, no he's
2: he's doing so it's it's the the monkey style. He does that okay. a lot. He's got he's something he's studied it obviously in his life. You'll you'll see him pull it out in some movies. He goes absolutely like psychotic with it here that that moment <laughs> you're talking about. Where he's just like he squats down. And he's he's getting the the monkey fist up by his face and he's scratching his nose. That's what it is. It's kind of <laughs> like a nose scratch, you know. But yeah, it's very funny.
1: Yeah, I did not know what the hell was going
2: on there. And then the,
1: the general pulls out <laughs> his katana and we get that. Now started. that
2: moment is weird. That that's There's a slow motion shot. It's like a, they just set the camera up and he's kind of slashing him in the back and everybody's like, you know, spinning around because he's fighting the other guy at this point. And then right. he he's kind got of spins like, in his eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he kind of spins the guy, and then the general kind of runs at him. It's almost like a Three Stooges scene where he runs at him with a sword, but he kind of sidesteps it, and the, the general just keeps running past, <laughs> you know, like he doesn't quite totally. get through. And then they, it's, it's a, kind of one of those protracted uh, sequences in slow motion. you are kind of like, okay, you can probably go back to 24 frames a second at this point.
1: <laughs> it's perfect. So then uh, the general... He decides to like double down. He rips all his medals off because that was a big deal earlier, and it's time for yeah. him to super fight.
2: And obviously, we're giving away the ending here, folks. So if you really wouldn't want to know what the ending, you know, we just you might want to turn your show off. But probably most of you've seen this already. So, but yeah, that's that I is interesting. Rule, how he. Stu- <laughs> what's that? I think the I think the rule on spoilers is like a week and a half. So this was yeah. seventy-seven. <laughs> we're okay. That's right all right just just trying to be safe out there
1: you're nice you're nice but yeah don't listen if you haven't seen it or if you want to be surprised by the ending
2: hey man i only just saw the magnificent ambersons for the first time about a month ago and that was from the 1940s so
1: (laughs) oh i have one of those Uh, i don't yeah i don't have it but all right yeah so he rips off his medals and then yeah the greatest thing comes he kills bruce he stabs bruce Oh, boy. He puts back. that
2: sword right uh-huh. through his spine. So he's running around with a sword stuck through his belly. <laughs> it's just so it's crazy. True.
1: And I was looking at it and I was like trying to see the, the mechanism that was holding the sword like that, but I couldn't see it. So I'm like, Were you properly? trying to
2: figure out if he was really dead? Is that what you were trying to figure out? No,
1: I was like, How is the sword going in the back and yeah. in the front? There's going to be a wire around the side. They just did a good job. Yeah, they did. Yeah. So the whole thing ends with a hug stab
2: now i love the idea of this you know they completely it was you know the way it's shot and and done it's a little silly but but i love this idea that he's put the sword through him and they do this move so bruce can kind of (laughs) hug the guy yeah and now they're both impaled on the same spear and the in the in the in the the middle of the air no doubt i mean it's not even like they're on the ground they they're like (laughs) hovering in the middle of the air oh it's great it's perfect well guys that is
1: bruce and the shaolin kung fu part two or uh now that i'm on with michael it's bruce and the <laughs> shaolin kung fu two yeah or part
2: or part two we can we can live with that
1: now i'm giving it number two now uh, okay because I mean, okay all right whatever all right they dude, actually I mean, also names?
2: they actually also call it fist of fury part three elsewhere i think in korea that's what i think they call it but no anyway kidding. um any news? Just busy, you know. I, I got a film festival coming up. By the time this comes out, anybody in LA, um, it's, uh my latest movie is going to be at the um, at the Dances with Films Film Festival in Hollywood, and we're going to be it's Rance Howard's last movie, and uh, we're getting to be the opening uh, film at the festival. So I'm really uh, happy about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, it's a good honor. So it's a good honor, man. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. And a couple of cool things in the works. I'll tell you about them later. I'm waiting for them to get signed at the moment, but a couple of cool action-related things happening. And um, and on this field, I, I, you know, I mean, there's a Beverly. Beverly, we're in. What are we in? We're in May, right? I think we're in May. Yeah, we're just May. the end of there's May. A, no, yeah. middle of May. God damn it! Right. Right. By the time I'd this comes crazy. out, probably the end of May. But but yeah, there's a. The, hey, the, don't the,
1: be an ass. No, I'm just kidding.
2: Hey, no, I'll no, no. I mean, I get it. it. Takes like a few days to a week. I get it. It's all right. <laughs> no, I was just going to say that the new, new Beverly has been been lately has been showing some good kung fu movies every every month, and um, they were doing a lot of Bruce Bruceploitation stuff the last month. But this, I think, this month is just a couple of straight uh, genre kung fu. I'm not sure which ones they are, but I think that they're in the at the end of the week, uh, or at the end of the year, Oops, end of the year, end of the month, end of the month. Um, but uh, uh, you know, that's uh, that's it for the moment. I've been, um, I have a. Got some. I just oh, I just got a. Um, it's really cool. I got a um, an Italian version of Bruce Lee's Greatest Revenge that mm-hmm. we're using for a project because we had an English version that was really beat up and and um, I just chopped. A, it was literally a ninety minute. It, you know the movie's like 90 minutes, I and mean, it was like 60 minutes after everything was chopped up. So we're trying to do a little uh, restoration patchwork with an Italian version and the English version to try and get a, a full, full-out version of uh, Bruce Lee's Greatest Revenge. So 30, from 35 millimeter. So we're working on it. Working on it.
1: Awesome. Um, how about you? What's
2: going on over there? Something's got to be happening over there. You going? Is something happening over at the Hollywood or something?
1: You know what? Um, I just missed a nice kung fu film over there. i looked it up right it? now, but well, we talked about it um, he, as you know, our homie there. He always has the only you know, Dan version. Dan Allstead, yeah, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, you know what happened? Um, I may have mentioned this in the last episode, but it was kind of a big deal because they did it for multiple nights. They had uh, RZA come, and he, um, he. Just oh yeah, music, yeah. He did, the eighty-dollar ticket music deal. Over the the thir- 36 chambers
2: oh cool right on that must have been cool
1: yeah yeah pretty badass um we get a couple messages so mm-hmm. let's jump into those uh, okay I will start with uh, as he loves he knows that you called him this so he marked himself this the German guy Marco oh Marco says he has an idea uh, what if you do a podcast about return of fist of fury aka fist of fury new part? with bruce pock right uh kwamu song after your podcast about this one because it's the third part and he said i know the plot hole is very lame the brother of bruce lay and the brother of the japanese general try to kill each other to revenge their brothers who killed each other before and the film itself is not good but it would complete the series what do you
2: think you know what he probably raised a good point i know they use flashback bruce Lee footage you know from the other mm-hmm. film but uh you know what he's probably right i wasn't thinking of it but let's do it
1: yeah we're gonna do it next one might as well right return of fist of fury okay okay with bruce Pac. who the hell is bruce Park? who the,
2: yeah you, you'll find out uh, you know it was uh, <laughs> it was um one of the the director of this film also was a one of the directors that i think was i think i'm pretty sure he was shooting the dragon lee footage in the clones of bruce lee yep. um and uh so you know it'll be it'll be fun
1: well then he throws out much greater would it be if you could make after that episodes about Fist of fury 2 Fist of fury 3 the bruce Lie ones a complete fist of fury series like the game of death you're asking too much, Marco. Come on, yeah. so we need good ones in between the bad ones. Or yeah, I yeah, just... we we'll yeah. Defi-
2: we, we'll get to fi- well, Fist of Fury part the Bruce Lie one we're going to definitely do at some point. You know, cool. Yeah. All right, all right.
1: So then, next up, um, just a couple of days ago, um, a gentleman named Matt Roller he asked um, if we ever thought of talking about Bruce: colon the superhero. Uh, it was his first kung fu film he ever saw as a kid.
2: Yeah, well, I mean it's definitely one for uh, one of the ones we'll get to because it, you know it's it's in our it's our list for sure. Okay. You know Bruce Lee. All right.
1: And then he said, um, "Cool." <clears throat> one of your podcasts, we talked about the *Enter Game of Death*. You mentioned that there was going to be a Blu-ray of *Enter the Game of Death*. Anything happening with that?
2: Did I mention that? Well, he said you did okay I mean, i did yes uh then if i did unless you're tricking me nope, no he no said that. no no i'm yeah. just kidding i'm just yeah kidding. no i got <laughs> no, nothing no. here i can tell you that there there is in the works uh uh and uh, i you know i've seen the scan it looks great um mm. enter, enter the game of death blu-ray in the works for sure for sure for sure yeah no time no time period um to be honest with you, I don't. Yeah. They haven't given me the official. I, I can t- if. Let's just put it this way: if everything is going according to plan, before this year is up, there's going to be a, a big chunk of Bruce Bruceploitation movies coming to coming to Blu-ray in special editions, and uh, and there's some good ones. I can tell you that. Right.
1: Yeah. Well, then the last thing I have is uh, leave us a message or do what Marco and or. Sorry, buddy. Matt did. Matt, same name as me. Um, leave us a message wherever you might happen to see me or call. 424-257. Sorry. Ian Lee taught me. 424-257-0344. <laughs> Give us a call. Leave us a message. You'll, you'll likely never get me unless I'm drunk and feeling like answering the phone late at night. And,
2: Which is yeah, always. Then you're, just <laughs> then you're just being creepy. Don't <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh but yeah um awesome uh we know our next one i would normally put you on the spot right now and michael's like what well, we're doing next but i guess we're doing what marco again? saved us
2: he said return yeah. a fist of fury okay i'm gonna look that one up and
1: hopefully yeah. it's on youtube
2: i'm so. pretty sure it is i you know i haven't seen it in such a long time so i'll have to rewatch it too but uh yeah you're fine if you have trouble let me know and i'll i'll, I'll direct you towards a, a version somewhere you are a hero
1: all right until next time thank you michael
2: Hey, thank you, Matthew. Always a pleasure, buddy. Till next time.